0: I judge the quality of my pizzeria based on how many crusts are thrown away. People could say whatever they want, but you put tomato and cheese, you put it in the oven, it just tastes good. The crust underneath there can be better or worse, but when, you're, when you get to the crust, if you keep on going, it means that somebody did something really well.
1: This is Taste. I'm your host, Matt Rodbard. On this episode, we catch up with the one and only Daniel Holzman, the chef and owner of Danny Boy's famous original pizza in Los Angeles. Daniel is a good friend of taste and my longtime writing partner. It was so cool catching up with him to talk about pie, including what Los Angeles was missing when Danny Boy's jumped into the scene a few years back. We find out about Daniel's detailed approach to bringing New York City slices to the West Coast and all about his upcoming expansion plans. We also find out about what excites Daniel about pizza around the globe. It's so great catching up with Daniel, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Daniel Holzman. Welcome to This Is Taste. What's up, buddy?
0: My old friend Matthew Rodbard, who um has the most handsome, like, well, gray hair. You just have a great head of hair. You look you. like um, a wolf.
1: Well, you know what? You're looking good yourself. You've been wearing some Danny Boy's merch. Your guns are out. You're looking trim. La's Sun's
0: out, guns out.
1: Tri- L.A. Street treating you well. You seem healthy.
0: I, uh, I'm, I'm sitting down and Matt can only see basically from my double chin up. (laughs) You can't tell that below the, below the microphone is a
1: porpoise-like body. No, you look good. You look, you look great. And, and I wanted to have you in for a lot of reasons. First, it's pizza week. So I want to talk to you about your, uh, your restaurant, Danny Boy's famous original in Los Angeles, but also talk about a little book we wrote called food IQ. 100 questions, answers, <laughs> and uh, and recipes uh, to, uh, uh, to yeah, increase
0: your inc- cooking smarts. You
1: know it, and listeners, this is a joke, because Daniel and I did a lot of interviews. We were blessed to be talking a lot of podcasts and radio shows, and now we're, like, doing it in a different way. So it's kind of funny.
0: Proud members of the Zoom generator.
1: We are. It was definitely pandemic Zoom time. But, like, first, you're in New York. You you're born here and raised here. You've been living in L.A. for many years. But where have you been hitting up? What, give me the restaurant rundown. I don't want to be disingenuous to y'all. I was born in New Jersey, New Jersey. Oh, I moved yeah. here when I was I three that.
0: months old. I knew that, buddy. I knew so that. I do have some dirty Jersey blood running through these veins, <laughs> um, which, which, um, which peppers my taste. It does. <laughs> it seasons my perspective. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I got back here yesterday. It's been a year, longest I've ever been out of New yeah. York. And it's so spectacular to see the city in full bloom and blossom and people walking around and it's got so much energy and excitement and the restaurants are full and they're spilling out onto the street and there's a smell to autumn that is like nothing else. The way the horns sound, you yeah. can smell and hear the seasons change in New York in a
1: special way. Yeah, the the anxiety and the anger has hits different in, in the fall. I think
0: the most amazing thing is if you walk from top to the bottom—not from the top because no one goes up there—but uh, if you walk from like the middle to the bottom of Manhattan, you can feel the energy of the of the neighborhoods change, like. Like going to a different country. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Like there's a quietness that happens at like twenty eighth street that where you just leave the business oriented kind of like hustle bustle and yeah. you enter a new it's amazing.
1: Yeah. So where have you been eating? Let me let me get into the food situation. <laughs> oh, t- I, I food. like I like the Walt Whitman uh, segue. I mean it has been nice to go in that direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, where did I eat? I ate at a uh, uh, a Serbian restaurant last night oh. in the Lower East Side. Uh, which is delicious. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been here for a while. Um, I'm probably gonna butcher the name. Though though it's in Cyrillic. Yeah. Um I, I think it's called uh, kafana.
1: Oh yeah, kafana, of course. It's called yeah. kafana. kafana. That place is old school legend. What did you have? A
0: A circle with a line through it A H A, which is which is pronounced kafana. Yeah,
1: kafana is for sure. Um
0: I had a lot of salty meat and it was phenomenal and I had a great time. So great. I went I got I, I got here and I went to Essa Bagel. Um, and I had a bagel with
1: uh, salmon spread. That's spread. Upper East Side.
0: It was no the original ones in, in the twenties on Second Avenue. Mm. I think original, I don't know where it, yeah. you know, it could have been like in like a
1: pogrom or something. I yeah, don't know where yeah. the original is, but <laughs> Yeah. The old but, world. It it was, it was imported to New York and, yeah. and you know back in the twenties.
0: Um the the bagel was I gotta say the article about LA having the greatest bagels in the world, it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know, and you get your you get your bristles up when you're from New York because you want to be number one about everything Mm -hmm. but I had a Courage Bagel two days ago wondering about that place god it is so good yeah and everything about it makes me angry because it's not a bagel shop you wait an hour for a bagel it's expensive it's all the stuff and then you bite into this spectacular like bagel
1: did me. the line make it like 15% better? 20%. If I'm
0: a thousand percent honest, I didn't wait in line. Daniel Sharp, my dear friend, yeah. our friend was in town and he went there. He I was like, line.
1: yo, do me a favor, grab me a
0: bagel. I want to recheck to make, I would never wait.
1: No, I would. I've you? never waited in that line. Uh, we've talked about that a lot. Like waiting in line is, is sucker a a move. Sucker move, I think. Now um, in New York, you went to Kufana. Uh, What's on the schedule for you? All right. I got, a, I, got
0: a, I got a list of, of restaurants cool. that I'm going to go I'd like go to hear because it it's
1: been one year and that's crazy because you used to come here all the time.
0: I used to be up in the scene like I knew every restaurant. Sure. And now I feel like you walk away and the tide just sweeps you. It's just there's nothing fresh. Everything is brand new and you can't, you, you're, there's no way you can keep up, no. right? I'm going to um, uh, Marcus Samuelson's no, no longer new restaurant yeah. tomorrow, tonight for dinner. Um, what's that one? Havermar. Called? Havermar.
1: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty new. I call that in the new. newish zone. I'm excited about yeah. that. Cool. You and I are going to dinner. We are. We're gonna. We have a reservation at Lords. Lords. Yeah, Lords. Uh, the the guy. The guys from Dame. It's their British gastropub. I so. love that royal song. It's a great song. Yeah, but I don't know if that's. I love that song. That's, and there, yeah. It's she's great. I love I love that album. Yeah. Um, we're here for IACP, by the way. We have to like toot our own horn. Yeah. By the way, we've been we've been nominated. <laughs> we've not been nominate, awarded, but nominated. Nominated. Big it's deal. nice to be nominated. All I gotta say. So we're here. Uh, recognized. We, it's nice to be recognized. It's nice to be recognized by ICP. Thank you, ICP. Okay, so you got those spots. What about pizza? Because I. Listen, for, for most importantly though, I'm going right now. I'm going
0: to be. be I'm going to um not B and H. I'm going to. I just came from B and H. Yeah. But that's store um Photoshop. i i'm going to um uh, uh barney greengrass oh you are nice i'm meeting my uncle barry at barney greengrass not oh. just because it's of the alliteration it sounds i am going up there because it is such a great restaurant yeah what a great place
1: it's kind of place that still has like paper on the counter like they're actually doing their accounting with paper and pencils Right? The first time I I went
0: into Barney Greengrass, I went to pay with a credit card, and he's like, "No, no credit cards, cash only." Like, I don't have any cash. He's like, "All right," pulls out a book, yeah, pulls out a book and a pen, and he and he's like, "Just uh, tell me your name," and he writes down my name and the amount of money I <laughs> owe. And this was like, you know, not in nineteen twenty. No, it was probably. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, the book still exists. He assesses you though. He'll look at you and and decide whether you're going to be
1: one of the honest people. Yeah, or not. if you're gonna yeah. now, let me ask you: Did you pay him back?
0: Absolutely not. i have never gone back. So you're ready? <laughs> <Why>? to- <laughs> No, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I assume we, that's why I grew a
1: mustache. See, so you, br- you won't the, recognize me. You're not gonna recognize me. So are you going to say uh, to this gentleman when you go there? Are, do you have cash in cash in hand? Yeah, I got four
0: hundred dollars. So that should that should buy my be- twenty eight dollars for my. The coffee there is not the greatest coffee nah. in the city. Nah. It's kind of like brownish water, but um, and the attitude is is real New York. But uh, it's, it's the smoked
1: fish. It's the sturgeon. Cake. It's the sturgeon. Yeah, that's what I go with there as well. Um, good bagels too. It's just great. Yeah. Um, pizza. Let's talk about that. I want to segue into Danny Boy's famous. I'm going original. up to
0: Mama's too. Also.
1: Okay, that's cool because yeah. you and I have never been there together. I've yeah. been there a bunch. Yeah, I love that place.
0: Their sandwiches it's look good. so beautiful. I've never had one of their sandwiches. Sandwiches are sandwich great. Today. I just think uh, you know, people say, hey, you know, you're going to New York. You're a pizza guy. Now all of a sudden, I'm a yeah. pizza guy. where are you gonna where are you gonna go? I'm like, I'm going to. You know, Mamas too, and Lit Industry. And I uh, walked by Scars yesterday, and I declined a slice.
1: Yeah, well, because of the line, or just
0: no, just because they're just too popular, and everybody says it's the greatest thing in the world. And it's I've I've eaten there many times, and I find it to be uh, phenomenal. But I just didn't want to. I didn't, in the off chance that as they expanded, um, they lost some of their 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 polish and shine. I don't want to find out. Mm. I just want to remember how delicious it was.
1: I agree. That's a great way to look at food. If you've had a great experience, why taint it with like a s- not so great? Um, let's talk about Finney. What about Finney? Is that on your radar? Tell me about Finney. That's, that's Sean Finny's place. Missy Robbins yeah. is his partner. Really great branding like yourself. I feel I feel you and him. Pizza place. Where? It's in Williamsburg. He's got a place. He's doing Barclays now. Okay, I'm going to go there. You should check out Finny Because he's uh, uh a lovely guy. He's a nice guy. Absolutely. And um, is she not involved in it? I don't think so. I think it's just his his game. I think it's, but it's it's really
0: good. Huh. Um, That's a strong, strange move because he was a finance guy. He was. Yeah. And
1: now, but he's a, I mean, he's a. He's a restaurant guy now. He's
0: been in it for 10 years. Some sure. of the best restaurants Missy in the city. Doing and, it.
1: No, really good. Good. Yeah. So there's that place. Um, And Mama's too is cool. We went to FNF last time.
0: Yeah, we had, we had Food by the Franks. The only the only th- bone to pick that I have with them is that their large t shirt is not a large. I got to tell you, that is a that's a solid medium, and as it's... a as a as a extra medium sized man, <laughs> it was a little offensive. To I know. Try and fit into that large t shirt and feel like I was in a wetsuit.
1: Dude, I got a a Bonchi shirt in Chicago. Oh. Went to Bonchi in Chicago, and it was really it was fucking gas. It was really good place. It was yeah. so good, and I bought the shirt about the large. And the yeah. large was like baby tea on me.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: It's like, oh I'm God, sure are we at navel. Uniqlo here or, or is this, you uh, know, <laughs> come on. I feel like I'm showing navel in these in these restaurant guy shirts. It's because the restaurant guys are so skinny and fit now. By the way, not in
0: completely so- sojourn, different topic completely. But I got a, I got a, a, a Filson, I'm a f- small in Filson's. Really? That is a real man size place. I'm a small jacket in Filson's. The large is like a... It looks like I'm wearing my dad's t-shirt and I'm a little kid. It goes down to my toes. It's unbelievable.
1: I think outerwear is definitely a little different game. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah, a, a
0: bipartisan <laughs> issue that I think we can all... We should have um, consistent sizing.
1: I agree. Consistent especially, sizing for men. Especially for us. It'll just got. help us. Now, let's talk about Danny Boy's famous original. I want to know, just for the sake of Pizza Week, tell me about your pie. I would like to get your definition of, of the style of pizza you're doing there. Okay. And it's phenomenal, by the way. Biased, obviously, we're friends, but I love that. I love your pie.
0: I I have. I don't think I've ever been so proud of anything ever before in my life as I am of the pizza... That we are producing at Danny Boy's famous original pizza, the team of people are so committed to the singular goal of making the greatest slice of pizza that we possibly can every single time, with no distractions, no bull, bulch stuff. What do you mm-hmm. what do you call it on the radio? Beeswax. Bees, bees, bees yeah. It's the bees knees. Yeah. None of the beeswax. Yeah. Um. It is. Uh. W- we. We have been slowly evolving the slice since the day that we opened. We were testing out slices. We did so much work before we opened, and I tried to learn how to make pizza as best as I could. Um, but it's like the yeast teaches you as you go. Mm. and you That
1: ingredient, that component specifically.
0: It's a humbling experience cool. when it doesn't work, and it's, it's microscopic, so you can't see it, but it leaves a subtle hint as it, as it, as it does its thing. And as if you can tune into it and work with it every day, um, day in and day out in this, the, you can start to recognize the subtleties and you really can make something spectacular. It is as close to alchemy mm-hmm. as we, we have come in the modern aid era is like you, you add these ingredients that on their own are just so mundane and it becomes so spectacular and the difference between this extraordinary outcome and just crap is like the most subtle change in yeah. in temperature like you know people are like oh you know what kind of flour? what kind of this it's like no it's the everything matters but it's the like it's the temperature, it's finesse, and the time. So much uh, yeah. finesse
1: to pizza. It's a great, great yeah. call, Daniel, because you you can talk about having all the right things, all the right tomatoes, all the right the you obviously yeah. the right flour. But man, you got to have a chef chef's instinct and that finesse, right?
0: The hardest part is to put the right amount of cheese on that pie, man. I just want to put more cheese on every time, and yeah, more cheese, more is less. More is less. When it comes to cheese, you got to go. Yeah. Got to go super gentle on the cheese. I, I'm. I'm. More I, is lesser. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's like the better the ingredients, the fewer you need. Yeah. But um, you know, their bread baking is is the is the alchemy part. The toppings are um, mm. where where the chefs where the chef. Can, yeah, the chef can comes
1: help. in, but you know, I mean, it it comes down to the the crust, the dough, the bread. For many people, I think. i to your point. I'm I I
0: I judge the quality of my pizzeria based on how many crusts are thrown away. I love that. You know, like when you look around <laughs> at a regular pizzeria, just notice that when you go into a pizzeria, and that's the that's the true. People could say whatever they want, but you put tomato and cheese, you put in the oven. It sh- it just tastes good. Yeah, I don't care what the quality is, it tastes good. Now the crust underneath there can be better or worse, right? We all judge mm-hmm. good or bad pizza. We all have a taste. Yeah. But but when you're when you get to the crust, if you keep on going, it means that somebody did something really well.
1: What do you think about the Detroit style? Just actually making the crust oily and, and cheesy, like the Frico style.
0: I mean, I think that all the different types of pizza can be delicious foodstuffs. <laughs> um and I think that, you know, if you go to a place in LA like Apollonia's where they make it into an art and the, yeah. the Frico stands up, it's like unbelievable the level of of uh, artisan craft that Goes into making that pizza so spectacular.
1: Speaking of LA, have you made it to Quarter Sheets yet?
0: I have not been to Quarter Sheets. It's the number one restaurant in the world, apparently. Uh, it's just under El Boulee this yeah. year. Yeah,
1: El Bully's Ghost, and then there's yeah. Quarter Sheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I tried to park, I couldn't even go in, but I, I, we've had Hannah on the show, and, and yeah. Uh, I,
0: I Look, I gotta tell you, like, making pizza is a day, is an every single day uh, Mm -hmm. attention to detail craft that you have to, you have to be on. And, um, if they are,
1: if they're be, if they're as consistently good as people say they are, then I applaud their commitment. Well, I'm going to link to our original interview from 2020 in the show notes because we we talked a lot about your past in in the restaurant world. So you should definitely go back. It's a great conversation. And you know, you come from fine dining. You worked in La Bernardin, you worked in California. Um you also started the Meatball Shop, which highly successful uh, fast casual QSR restaurant in New York and all over. Let me the question is, is Daniel, did you realize uh, pizza would be this difficult knowing knowing that you've seen pretty much every element of 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 the restaurant world? The thing that, um, the thing that really took
0: me about pizza is that it's the, this, um, it's very easy to objectively look at a piece of pizza that you've made and see how good it is. And you can really test yourself. And, um, there's a, you know, baking is a craft. It just is a real true artisan craft. Right. And so, um, the challenge is not like can i make a piece of pizza that's good mm. the challenge is can i consistently yeah. make a piece and that you get caught up in that and it just takes you away forever you just you want to be there every day my goals of a of a as a human have changed as a, they've just changed because of it like i just my goals have been
1: Because you started a pizzeria. Yeah. Your goals as a human. That says a lot about this job. It's It's, the team and the team
0: of people, you know, how do you get a, a team of people to truly, like, want to make something great and understand the importance of something that's so insignificant?
1: Like... I think a big part of it is this dough and the dough needs to rest. It has, this actually has time. You have to, you have to actually plan this shit out. And so you can't just like make it like a salad, right? I mean, you can't, even like meatballs, you could probably pick up meat a little quicker than you could, you know, r- let dough naturally it's, rise. I mean, this
0: way, our, our, our pizza takes four or five days, you know, from this time
1: we started to the time that we serve it. That's this, this, amazing to say The that. other The other thing is like...
0: Yeah, and and it's like um you know a one degree change in angle from four days later you know it's like imagine a ship out at sea you could be up like end up in Azerbaijan you know yeah. getting yeah, shot just one at one
1: degree <laughs> you know yeah definitely uh, one degree different and you yeah. could be in a conflict zone and yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you were you going, going for be.
0: Israel and you you know, ended up in somewhere not 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 as friendly
1: yeah yeah so it's it's really just it's centimeters is like the difference did I use the word
0: pogrom correctly earlier uh,
1: you said it correctly because I believe those bagels did come from a pogrom and you actually pronounced it correctly oh god bless it okay. so you're you're on two for two with that two one daniel let me ask you about the future
0: can I, can I ask you about your gold chain he's got a gold bracelet that i is know just, i got it right that's a big pimpin it's thick do you does your right arm do you have
1: to switch them over or do you I, just get extra work out? i the right arm it has a little bit more of a bulge now and this wow. is from june that's good. I've luck. had it for a few months. I'm glad you picked it up because you you kind of turned me on to a little more gold in your life. I love gold. You do. I mean, do you have do you have the pizza
0: still. I have a I have a a diamond and ruby crusted uh, a pizza chain. Yeah. Um. I don't I don't wear it because it's part of my pizza guy um <laughs> persona. And right now I'm just normal guy. You're
1: You're normal guy in my New My pizza Street.
0: guy's got an accent. <laughs> I talk fast. I do a whole shtick. My regular guy is just like, I'm just a regular guy.
1: Well, but back to the gold. There's a time in a Jewish man's life you just need a little gold. Right? I, um, I'll um, i tell you a story offline about the the Jewish gold. All right. Let let's let me find out exactly what's happening with the expansion of Danny Boys. Can we talk yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm really proud of you, and I, I know that going from one to two to other numbers is just so hard. I got a lot of people in my life in the restaurant world, and— you're thinking more than thinking that you're going to expand. No, I've got a restaurant. I'm, I'm opening a restaurant. What can we talk about? Let's yeah, speak. so
0: I got a—I really—I had a very um, difficult experience expanding my last restaurant. I expanded it in a way that I—well, um, it's evidenced by the fact that there's one now, and <laughs> right. it's doing really well. The one that's <laughs> There's one Chelsea, meatball right? shop It's doing really well. It's on 51st Street. Oh, North Hell's Avenue, Kitchen. You know, Hell's Kitchen. It's right it's by right your office. But the, yeah my experience of expanding it, I just, I didn't understand what was truly important to me and what I needed to focus on, which is, you know, you, you got the people that are doing it need to want to do it and you need the right team. Everything is about yeah. the team. And I, when I opened up Danny Boy's, I was really adamant with myself that we were not going to do that again. I was not going to expand the restaurant. I was going to have one restaurant, one pizzeria. You don't need more than one I remember pizzeria.
1: the deck. You showed it to me. One pizzeria. It was definitely the plan. All the investors are like, oh,
0: you're going to have multiple restaurants, blah, blah. I'm like, no. I, when they're like, what's your plan? I'm like, I don't have – my plan is to make a great pizzeria. And then my plan is to test the waters and see how it's going and decide what to do next. Yeah. Like, what to do next. Not – let the plan, cause you best laid plans, the mice men. you let the plan dictate your life. And next thing you know, you're, you're just, you're no longer sailing the ship. You're just a passenger. And when that happens, how do you maintain the quality? Yeah. So this time around, um, the team is dictating the growth. And what that means is that I've got, I've got, I've got Alan and I've got Tony Um, And I've got uh, um, uh, Moise and I've got Sylvia and they've been there for two years. We got no turnover. I've got this, uh, you know, Jose is making the dough every day and it's great. And they want more and I want to give them more. Um, I want them all to be making real, real, like real family wage that you can support your, your kids and, and your, and, and have a, and have a good life. And you can't do that one slice at a time. You need you need enough for them. Yeah. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna open one more restaurant. We're opening in Westwood, which cool. is a great neighborhood.
1: Westwood, campus, uh, UCLA is there. It's a great neighborhood. Very, very like different from downtown where you're at right now, very different neighborhood.
0: I, I gotta just say, I know it just sounds like it's such a shtick, spiel, bullshit <laughs> thing to say, to be like, well, you know, I'm opening because the team and blah, blah, no, blah. No, I, no. This is so honest and true. And, um, and it's so important because if you open a restaurant for the wrong reason, their chain restaurants can serve a purpose, Mm -hmm. which is you got to get
1: a bite to eat. But if
0: you want real soul, if you want a real experience, man, the people there have to want to do it. Yeah.
1: Every day they represent you yeah. and your pizza. If you're not there, if you're there, greeting the customer, making the pies, just caring. all of the above, caring.
0: Why do, if you don't care? Like yo, I'm a, I'm a McNugget man. It's great, but like the you know, and there are better and worse McDonald's for sure. I've I've oh, grown yeah. for different. Every now and then, you're like, damn, someone. There's one
1: in Pennsylvania I go to every time I drive to Michigan from mm. New York, and it's really, really, really good. It's in Pennsylvania. I'm. I, I wish I, I should yelp it next time.
0: Yeah, you should be like God, God. Damn it! I want. I think that that if there's any journalists out there that are that are underweight and um and need to need to really. <laughs> Yeah. Just rate all the McDonald's in America. That yeah. there
1: should be an app for McDonald's rating. I think it'd be cool to to, to consider that for a yeah. for a retirement project. Let's let's go every McDonald's
0: in America rated by you know like one bite like the Pizza Guy, but we'll do
1: let's not mention by one it. bite of Mac- let's McDonald's. Let's not go
0: there. Oh, people don't like him because he's politically uh, arousing
1: or what? I think there's controversy around many elements of his life. Yeah, I yeah. just uh, I, I hope I, he rates your pizza because you'll like it. You
0: know what I love. I love the diversity of human beings when yeah. they're, and all of their opinions. I think it's so phenomenal that we live in a world yeah. where people can argue. That's the beauty of free speech. He's going to like your pizza. I know that. Um, don't so, shame people
1: for speaking up. I don't, I'm not trying to shame, shame anyone. Not but, you, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Just saying
0: this to the people. No. Don't shame people for speaking up because that is the beauty of our country.
1: Let me yeah. ask you about Westwood. Are you, like, beefed up on UCLA Hoops history? Do you know about, like, John Wooden and, and, and uh, Bill Walton? I've never— um, Ever. I think I went to one
0: basketball game and it was during Linsanity and I walked out halfway through. Oh, you mean yeah. NBA
1: in New York? Yeah, yeah. I'm just not a. I mean, I don't, I don't play sports. I know you're not. A I, know, sports I don't like sports. I get I, it. I don't care. But you're sports opening sports. a restaurant in Westwood. And
0: I think that's fantastic. I'm going to have a TV on the wall. You're going
1: to have like Bruins gear. I'm going to have TVs. Dude, really? Yeah, we're doing TVs. I'm doing. It's gonna. It. I'm gonna have beer and wine and TV. Oh, so it's and, like an expanded version of what you're doing right now, a little bit.
0: It's a little. It's a little bit expanded. I'm gonna try and keep it true to itself, but I want it to be comfortable for people.
1: I'm really excited. Yeah. I want your to to see- families,
0: to come there. When are you opening? I'm gonna open in God, oh, Jesus, please, Lord, February. <laughs> I like, start paying rent in February. We'll like leap out then. the
1: word and like like we'll have to like insert the, the date and <laughs> yeah, from opening sometimes spring springish springish um, yeah, spring
0: and sprung. No, I think Q Q one. Uh, 2024 is the is the goal. Los Angeles is not the fastest moving
1: animal.
0: I the reason that you pay all that extra
1: tax is because they hire extra people to bust your chops. Interesting. I'm gonna one more question about restaurants, and we'll get to cookbooks. I want to know what's been the biggest difference in operating in LA uh, than New York. Is there like something that really comes to mind? Um. I think New York is
0: just big and busy and you open the doors and people just yes. flood in. Yeah, You know, you walk down the street and you know, it doesn't take a lot to get noticed in New York because there's so many people to do the noticing. Uh, in L.A., you, you, you really need to kind of like wave your hand and be like, hey guys, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. And so there's a subtlety about New York that I think is amazing where you can kind of under understate and, 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 you know, like underpromise and over deliver and people kind of get it. LA is a tinsel town and mm-hmm. you got to say, Hey guys, I'm great. And this is why. Yeah. And
1: then people are like, Oh,
0: okay. And then we'll check you out. They
1: call it like thirsty. You can't like be understated. Otherwise, you gotta be thirsty yeah. to operate yeah. in restaurants in LA. I feel. And sp- yeah. I tried of, the subtlety thing. Nah, speaking of being thirsty in the highest compliment ever, your, your TikTok is absolutely the best. I, I, I love it. It's, I'm going to link to it. Did you realize TikTok could actually get butts in the seat like this? I um uh,
0: this guy Matt Rodbard, told me years ago, TikTok is a is a is a is a is like the Wild West and and it's going to be developed and you better get your put your put your foot in there because you can you can get something that's going to be valuable and you can own it. And I kind of scoffed cuz I was like, yeah, if you're like 13 years old, yeah, dancing all um, that shit, yeah. You know, cut to 2023, Danny boys like, you know, 10% of the people that walk in, I'm like, yo, what what brought you in? The TikTok.
1: They're like you. They people like are just
0: you. sitting on their couch. The thing is that, yeah, if you're if you're in like, you know, the inland empire and you're sitting there and you're scrolling through TikTok, Danny Boys is an achievable drive to yeah. go and have a Saturday. It's a date that you can afford. Yeah. And um, and it's fun. TikTok is great. The problem with TikTok is yeah, you gotta limit it, dude.
1: The it's, algo too kind of like goes up and in. down too. It's like it's a little like I'm sure it's unnerving when you you put some time into a I, video and it like flops.
0: You know what? I don't even do it at all. I don't mess with. I don't look at the outcome. Your team does it. I, no, I don't look at the outcome. I just
1: you record and your we team, just, puts the we around. just
0: we just we put the we we talk <laughs> about what's fun, what we're doing, it's and fun. then you know if people if it works, it works. Also, I think that the algorithm, like you know, just because like some guy in, like, you know, Slovenia watched my watched my TikTok. It's not really putting butts in the seat. We have a core audience of, like, a couple thousand people that are really our fans. And then when you get, like, a million or two or five million people that watch them, you're like, that's amazing. But the reality is that's because it goes around the world. And, you know, being famous in, like,
1: you know, Northern China is so amazing. Yeah, you could open up Danny Boy's in Northern China. But it ain't fans. doing much for Danny Boy's LA right now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not bad, helping today, LA. You know? <laughs> I love that. All right, let's transition to cookbooks. I feel like um, we obviously publish a lot here, and we we talk about it all the time the show, but there is no chef or even food writer I know who is as big a cookbook fan as yourself. I love your passion for it. We've written a cookbook together. And we're going to do more. But tell me about your shelf right now. What are you pulling off the stack the last cookbook I pulled down was the Zahav
0: cookbook. Yeah. I was um I made a, a meal. You know, I've got a, a eclectic uh assortment of cookbooks. It's beautiful. I so love the collection. when I want to make a dish or make a meal, I will reference the genre or, you know, the cuisine or the country or the you know or or a chef that I think can can help with whatever it was. And I there's a there's a there's like a base in that he uses, Michael Salmanoff uses, where he takes, like, garlic and, and blends it with lemon and salt first, waits 15 minutes, and then adds the trina, trin, mm-hmm. tahini. Trina. Uh, I got that sum tahini after he said to get the sum tahini, and it's uh, ethereal? Yeah. Ethereal, is that the word? Yeah, it's, it's like heavenly? Yeah, heaven-like, yeah. Heaven-like. Yeah. I always get that one in like ephemeral wrong. Ephemeral is cloud-like. Or just to the to the body and the oh, bone. Oh, yeah, ephemeral. I got that one wrong. To the body, to like, the bone. Ethereal. It's a great experience. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, so I did that. I, I pulled that off and then used some, I put some chickpeas in one, made some hummus.
1: Yeah. Put right. some
0: yogurt in one, made some sauce. I mean, that was, that rest, that cookbook is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's a great cookbook. It's a great cookbook. And
0: then that Falestine cookbook.
1: Yeah. I love that cookbook. Yeah, Tommy. Man. The so, Sami, Sami Tamini. Yeah. The problem is that there are
0: so many. Great cookbooks. The internet, you know, look, you go on the New York Times, you get their you get their, 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 food yes. thing, and, and all the recipes are great. So that's a great—like, mm-hmm. you just are like, I'm in a rush. I need a hummus recipe. You pull out the New York Times app. You look up hummus. It's, like, going to be really good. But if you want to, like, get the deep dive—
1: Nothing a beats a book, and, and also just the beautiful photography and, and and the whole package. And it's like twenty six bucks, thirty bucks, pretty like affordable luxury. When you say,
0: was that just a really rude thing to say to like reference the New York Times cooking section? Because I love you're, that. because you're a you're you're a different. We love the New York
1: Times. We've we've had all the many of the staff members in, in the podcast. Yeah, no, it's great. Not I mean, rude it's at a all.
0: Pub, a, a paper of record.
1: And, you know, cooking their app is really, as you said, it's extremely helpful and has great recipes. And they're all, it's like, the
0: worst is when you pull a recipe off the Internet, if you're not a seasoned cook, you can't really necessarily recognize. And then you cook it and it's no good. It's like, what a disaster. And did I do something wrong or was it the recipe? And you feel, you know, but at least with The New York Times, you know it was your fault. (laughs)
1: Totally. The recipe works. They've been tested. You screwed it up. Now, let me ask you, is there a cookbook author that you just like to buy and buy and buy? Like all the time? I you know, I don't know um
0: that I think that just like restaurants, um, cookbooks are a work of passion and they take uh they take um so much time that when I start to see an author putting out cookbooks very quickly, I question the authenticity of the of the work. Respect it, yeah. So no, there isn't a cookbook author that I'm like, you know, now I know that there are um, there are like some cookbook authors out there that are professional cookbook writers and they spend their time and really do the work. Uh, and then there are some that are, you know, getting ghost writers and, and, uh, and, and their staffs are putting recipes together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, for the people that are really doing the work, thank you yeah. for, for that, because it's, it's a, it's, a, it's harder and it's takes longer and it's not there's no amount of money that, that is that's worth it. Certainly not what they pay you to be a cookbook right?
1: Definitely not. <laughs> it's it's a lot of passion. L- let me ask you, is there an author, is there a new cookbook on your stack? Have you bought anything recently? I think
0: you um sent me the uh was it the Rosh Hashanah book?
1: Um I sent you uh, uh the Shabbat book Shabbat which yeah, is uh, Dina Sussman's book uh, Dina Sussman yeah you know, that book, um,
0: I recently was 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 thumbing through the Kugel section. Yeah, yeah, there's a uh, whole Kugel chapter. I mean, God, my cousin, Alexis, she goes, you know, I'm cooking <laughs> Shabbat dinner and I'm looking for a Kugel. And I was like, I just got a book with a whole Kugel section. Yeah, and yeah. So that's great. It's, it's a super, great book. If you, you know, and I love the specificity of, you know, a thing where mm-hmm. a groups of people come together and cook a meal on that day. And, yeah. you know, that's a really useful book. And it's great. It's great looking. Um,
1: and uh, and the recipes are great. I think I think she's the real deal. She really is. She's a terrific recipe developer. We had her on yeah. about a month ago. It was a terrific yeah. conversation. Okay, Food IQ. <laughs> uh, the Food IQ, one of my favorites. One of your... It's is... often referenced. How, okay, stop for, for a
0: second. My Uncle Barry, I'm going to see him for lunch. He calls me the other day. He's like, I got to ask you a question. Should I should I buy an Instapot? Oh, my God. And I just start. I, like, stopped. And, like, because I, I was, like, waiting for the punchline. I'm like... You know, he's my <laughs> uncle. You you got the book. I yeah. sent it to you. You know, that's like one of the questions is like, should I buy an, an Instapot? Instapot or and he out. laughed and he was like, no, I didn't realize that. I'll just read the book. Go to like, the page
1: with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, this is self-promo time for like the next minute. But man, uh, our book, I'm I'm so proud of it. I haven't had you in here since we put it out, put it out about a year ago. Um, man, Amazon likes it too. People, people keep buying it.
0: I think that we, um, I know that we did the work to, to make it what it was. And I, you know, we're talking about writing a cookbook together and I'm so scared to embark on it. Just like I'm scared to open a restaurant. If you really know and you are not willing to compromise yourself, uh, you've got to, you know, it's a, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to make something great. And when you write it on paper, man, there's no redos. It's really <sighs> embarrassing not. when you screw it up. Yeah. Like, someone called us out for some like science fact that I got wrong. Oh, yeah. And I tried to argue with them, and then they quoted uh, that was Neil actually, deGrasse Tyson.
1: That was like uh, Francis Lamb on yeah. The Splendid Table when yeah. we appeared on that show. He's like,
0: like, well, for,
1: well, Neil deGrasse Tyson disagrees with you. It was you. a, a like, caller in, yeah. caller in, caller in. I'm like,
0: well, I... I, uh, if he disagrees with me, then I'm going to go with whatever he said. Yeah. It wasn't
1: just like a comment on some, it was like literally on the radio, but that was a good segment with. Neil deGrasse Tyson says, you're an idiot. And I was like, well, he's right. He's right. That's why I
0: became a pizza cook and not a physicist.
1: God bless. Oh man, well I love I love working with you in books, and and we'll do more and and stay tuned uh, to the space for more of that. Um, I can't let this interview go without asking you about learning to fly. You learned to fly like you taught yourself, or not yourself, but you were taught to fly in like a very I thought a couple of years. It's amazing, to a short time, play. but you really threw yourself into it. I love this. What was that like?
0: I you know it's like <laughs> you can fly. Yeah, it's unbelievably great, and it's it's uh. Yeah, man, it's one of those things that I was never a good student in school. That's I never surprising. paid attention well um, to the to the studies. Uh, I never took it seriously, yeah. and I took this really seriously. And I, I I I had to study. I mean, the testing is quite rigorous, as mm-hmm. as one might hope. Yeah, I feel like architects. Uh, you know, engineers, um, <laughs> doctors and pilots. Other than that, you yeah. know, wing it. But oh, yeah. but if but one of those jobs you should really you should pay attention. Yeah, like
1: building buildings yeah, yeah. and roads, you should and bridges. Yeah, it's
0: one of those ones where the mistake is is uh is 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 too painful to you know have accidentally and
1: you have like a really cool license. you have like your instruments license? Oh yeah, man. You're I'm good? Like, I, I the other day I I
0: had a meeting about a burger joint in Vegas. I'm working on a burger joint in Vegas. And um I woke up in the morning. I drove to the airport, which is like 10 minutes away from my house, five minutes away. I got in the plane. I flew up into the air over to Vegas. I got out of the plane. I parked it. I went to my meeting. It was like, came back after the, you know, you don't, you can just, yeah it opens up the world. It's like, you, it's like when you bought your first bicycle or got, as a kid. Yeah,
1: you can get your neighbor's house to play Super yeah. Nintendo like really quick. It opens
0: it up. And people, you know, look. <laughs> It's an amazing privilege. It's like you're not like, yo, I'm kind of broke. Should I think about maybe doing, you know, <laughs> buying a plane? So it's obviously an amazing privilege, but it's also not extraordinarily expensive. I'm it's glad crazy. you said
1: that. I wanted to yeah. ask you about that. You can yeah. rent planes for a couple hundred bucks. Uh,
0: it's like, and, and if, you know, the plane that I'm flying is like gas mileage, kind of like a. Uh, like a like an economy sedan you know you're talking 20 miles to the gallon um and mm-hmm. you're flying uh um you know uh, uh, also the cost is uh, it's about double probably driving mm-hmm. and the gas is about the same as driving interesting yeah. um so you know it's really kind of affordable. And if you're with more than one person, it's very affordable. Yeah, you split it up like it's you're like split. on a road trip. Well I don't from from a financial perspective, like you know, fly to Vegas like, oh, it's three hundred dollars. But with like you put four people in, it's like, you know, it's, it's nice $60 to get to Vegas.
1: Let me ask you about flying for, for dinner. Have you have you done that? Have you flown a, flown? All, a... the time. <laughs>
0: All the time. All the time. All the time. They call it the hundred dollar hamburger. That's like a real thing because it's like a hundred dollars in gas to get to like, a burger. <laughs> um that Love we, it. basically uh you know you have to fly consistently otherwise you know for for
1: if, they for, make you get the hour yeah clock you gotta hours. keep well
0: you, there's 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 yeah. law rules about it but then there's also just like you know yeah. you got you want to maintain your your ability to do it um and i i f- often fly up to san francisco i got a restaurant in oakland with mm-hmm. a, with a, with our friend kyle, kyle right up, we, we work on love kyle um, and uh and we're opening another hand roll joint a, a yonce hand roll which is great and doing really well oh nice in uh, yeah, bay working on it sweet um and uh on the way back, I often stop at Harris Ranch for dinner because there's a there's an airstrip. So you fly back from San Francisco halfway down, right by the five freeway. Harris Ranch, you get a steak. They got the best beef jerky in the world, guaranteed. That's insane! Unbelievable beef jerky, beef jerky is what brings you there. Harris Ranch, you get a steak, and and I always take beef jerky to go. And then I sometimes I fly out to, um, you know, there's a list of restaurants at airports that are good that you can mm-hmm. go to. So it's like that's convenient. But uh, um, Santa Maria. Oh yeah, CSMX I think it is, uh, KSMX, the, the airport code Santa Maria for the grills and the, there's great steakhouses in Santa Maria. You know it's famous for that, and so I fly up there often oh. for to to eat. It just opens up the world.
1: Would you uh, do a restaurant in, a, in an airport
0: like like a small one? We talked a lot about doing a restaurant yeah. in an airport, <laughs> and I've actually was working on it. You know, there's some um, there's some red tape. Yeah, but there, it's built in great view. And there's a, it's really cool. You know, there's some great ones with, with that are, it's cool. You know, and if you're like me and you're just fascinated with the fact that human beings have figured out how to keep shit up in the air. Um, it's really fun to go sit there and kids like it. So it's, it's a fun.
1: Daniel, on this is taste. We asked guests about their discerning tastes. So mm. to close this interview, here's a little rapid fire, fast and furious taste check. Are you ready? Um,
0: <laughs> your game show your game show game there. is is top
1: notch. I think our listeners like that part. Um, or not. I don't Matthew know. Rodbard, I accept your challenge. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. The best dessert. Ah, uh, cookies and cream ice cream. Your favorite cookbook of all time. I think I like The Aubergine of the Flowering Hearth. You 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 gifted that to me. I have that. I think that. I
0: love that. Cookbook. It's a beautiful book. I like it because it's, it's so beautiful. The writing and the recipes and the story and the experience. And
1: it's a cool narrative. It's a great book. Your favorite New York City restaurant classic edition? I think is Balthazar a classic? Absolutely. Fits the fits it, yeah.
0: I think so. I mean, I'm going I'm I might not go to Balthazar, but I'm definitely going to Barney Greengrass. So yeah. maybe it's Barney Greengrass.
1: Barney Barney's where you're going, so you, you stick to that. Yeah, one. I'll stick to my story. Your favorite New York City restaurant, new or new ish edition? So new ish for you. You haven't been here a lot, but in the past like five years. That's such a hard question. I know. Twice. I don't know.
0: Maybe you could help me. What? What's my favorite? You
1: one? mentioned you like Dame. I don't know. If... Oh man, that's a great restaurant.
0: Yeah. Wow. I had such a great meal there, and I love it because, um, because it's got like the authenticity thing where it's not a big. You know, we yeah. as chefs, we we we're, we need we have the right to try and make money, but when you first start out and it's your first spot and you're mm-hmm. and you you're cooking there, you are there and it's small, and the energy is there, and the food is something that you're producing. Yeah. Ah. Uh, and then, you know, if you're someone like Masa, you can afford to be like, yo, now I charge $1,000, yeah. and I yeah. still do it. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, if you could catch them when they're first starting out. That guy, Ed, uh, the chef, he just got Best New Chef for Dame. I just thought Respect that was a
1: fantastic restaurant. It. I loved it. I sat at the bar, and I went back. Your favorite Los Angeles restaurant classic edition? Mm.
0: My favorite Los Angeles restaurant, Ota Fuku. Yeah. In Torrance. Did I take
1: you there? We haven't been there. Uh, Matt Kang has told me about that place. um That's my favorite restaurant in LA. I we go didn't go back there. We and went back
0: and back and back and back. And it is just.
1: Yeah. It is
0: really what makes great. It good? The food is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It's actually authentic there's no glamour glitz and bullshit it's not the hollywood edition it's like real deal and um you know it's just is it ramen or no it's izakaya it's so izakaya. they've got a little bit of everything but everything is spectacular yep, yep, yep. it's a great it's a great spot it's like a really great traditional it you would if you close your eyes and open them up you'd think i could easily be in uh in japan
1: yeah, I feel Japan—I uh, feel Japanese cuisine in L.A. is a real strength of the city. I mean, there's
0: a huge—you know, there's people that's closer,
1: closer to Japan. That's I mean, uh, I feel like I'm going soon. I'm going—I'm actually—I'm going to Tsubaki— I'm being in L.A. Oh, I think Tsubaki's great. I want to get your take. I can't wait to go to that. I mean, I, I've, I've been there a couple of times. I think it's great. Yeah. Great,
0: great, great. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. What a great restaurant. I'm going to be there in the october. You, know you know what I really liked was, what's the name of the guy that had, um, that had Hatchet Hall? Uh, and he just opened up, um, yeah. uh, what's it called? I can't remember Shops. that. And- Help me out. His, it's his last name. Hatchet Hall, uh, the chef, and he opened up Dunsmore.
1: Dunsmore, Dunsmore,
0: yeah. Dunsmore was a great restaurant in L.A., I loved that place. And I wanna go. I didn't get the steak and I'm angry because I, I wanted it. It comes out rare.
1: Yeah. Right yeah, out of the yeah.
0: fire. And he's there and he's wearing like a like he's a real southern boy. He's got this um uh camo outfit and he's yeah. behind the pass and you're like, dude, did you just shoot that <laughs> that like owl <laughs> in the back? Style, it's yeah. un- unbelievable. And it's great that that dunsmore
1: is a great i restaurant. I, I, great. I wanted to make it there you know
0: where else you got to go you got to go to the uh, the the get the Barak, Baraka's. you got to go to Baraka's uh Sephardic pastries yeah it's like mm-hmm. it's like you could be in Israel.
1: A good berekka is hard to find this is in the not, state. This is
0: a this is spectacular.
1: I like a breakfast berekka.
0: and all it is is berekka. Like that's that's it. all. And it's like it's like an Israeli family, and it's like a little tiny thing. They got some milk crates on the side. What neighborhood? Uh, it's in um, it's in like uh, Studio City. Studio City. Okay, yeah. I I'm gonna be up there. Uh, yeah. It's so. kind of by the joint, down the block from the joint. You know the joint the fish fish dryage fish guy. Yeah, totally.
1: Which not is great. been there. I've I've heard great. The dryage
0: fish. fish. He's the he's he's the
1: first one out here. Yeah, doing it, doing, uh, out in L.A. Your favorite Los Angeles restaurant, new or newish edition?
0: I think I just did that.
1: You just did it. You 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 got one more?
0: One more other than yeah, and the Duns Yeah,
1: you i am I'm I'm pushing you, I guess. I
0: mean, I love the I like the West Adams um and Ms Lala. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah. I love that place. You know, I go out to the the LA restaurants a lot, and yep. um a lot of them are very ambitious. And so, you know. I love the fact that there's so much creativity being driven through and that, you know, I remember lamenting the fact that New York City, the rent was so expensive that it was really hard for people to be ambitious with their with with what they were trying to do because, you know, you can't afford to fuck it up. Other, you know, it's like it's got to be
1: laser, focused, laser and, focused and, you know, day 14 can tank you and. Uh, but LA
0: for. has got a little you got yeah. a little bit more um of a runway because you can test it out. So, you know, because of that though, you you get a little bit sometimes of a of a less um finished product early on. And I think this like uh I know we all want the scoop and we all want to try the new spot, but you know, if you really like want to save your money and have a great meal, wait like six months. And if it's still in business, chances are it's yeah, good. It's still uh, and you don't have to lie to your friends about how you liked it. Good advice,
1: Dan. Yeah. A few more. Your favorite chef in America right now? I don't know anybody. What about just like dining? You, you don't to, it doesn't have to be a personal connection. No, I
0: don't I don't have a favorite chef. You know who I love? I, I just walked by in uh I like Rick
1: Bayless. Yeah, right on. Absolutely. I like Rick Bayless, man. Yeah. Oh, he's shit. Great. I hope
0: he hasn't done anything wrong. He doesn't get canceled ever. He's such a nice guy. No, no, I don't. I, I think, don't think he's ever done anything wrong. He seems like such a lovely man.
1: Yeah, everyone has said he's
0: God he's, bless that guy. His food is so, so good. And, yeah. To
1: was one of the first Mexican meals I ever had, that, like, outside of a fast food or Tex-Mex place. I loved it. I was, like, in the late 90s. All I know really is um,
0: I walked by, uh, you know, he's got, he's got, he's just- um, watching him speak and the passion that he speaks with and then he's like him and Jose uh, Jose Andres is that his Yeah, name? Andres, yeah. where he you just hear his he just sounds so passionate. Yeah. Jose Andres was the guy that said uh we were we we heard him talk in yeah, and, at noma and,
1: at Copenhagen he he in Copenhagen his, at mad at the symposium.
0: Took his shoes off, he's walking around That's barefoot right. and he's like talking about how opening a restaurant is like telling a story and it rings so true to me the idea that like it's the story is your roadmap to to what you're trying to do, and you can stay true to what you set out to accomplish if you have a story. Yeah, uh, it was such a beautiful way. Of He's really, really
1: that. like absolutely uh, a legend, and also just good sincere. guy. He's good a sincere guy. guy. F- two more favorite vegetable.
0: Man, you know when was the last time you cooked without? I, I love
1: garlic. Yeah,
0: shit. I when I started out the pizzeria, I was a such a big onion fan with the tomato sauce at the meatball shop i made all my tomato sauce super super sweet, sweet sweet caramelized sweet. Yeah. onion heavy and i you know i was in rome um Researching a a restaurant, if SPQR, which we opened in San Francisco many years ago, and there's this question about the Matriciana sauce. Have we talked about this? No, not no. So, question about Matriciana sauce: onions or garlic? You know, some people say it's onions, some people say it's garlic, and apparently, it's like quite a thing. And it was funny because I go to go, I go to Rome to research this thing, and I there's a chef standing outside of Matriciana, famous restaurant. He's smoking a cigarette before lunch. I've got a reservation. I ask him. Matrachiana, you're supposed to go onions or garlic. And he goes, You know, of course, he's a, he's a garlic. And uh, this other chef that is standing next to him is like, Oh, and they got into a heated argument. It was like a real debate. I couldn't believe it. It was not a joke. I could do the accents. Yeah. um, You could imagine the, 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 the finger waving and the ashes. Yeah. And so. I took that back and I thought they were crazy. And when I did my Metro Chanel, I did onions and garlic, which is apparently you're not supposed to.
1: You, you can't blend. You no. can't do both. You can't so be problematic.
0: You can't be Switzerland in that dis- decision. If you ever want to know the difference between onions or garlic in a tomato sauce, make a pizza with it because the yeah. onions are out of place. When I made my my gra- cooked grandma sauce first, I'd used the Meatball Shop recipe that I had developed and made because I, you know, mm-hmm. my, my tomato sauce that I love so much, and I put it on a pizza and it was like a slap in the face. Yeah. It just did not work. Didn't work. And so now I've switched to garlic, and I put tons of garlic, and I cook it slowly. And you told me about the – um, whose cookbook who's, – who's, is it the fried chicken with the garlic?
1: Oh, Asha Gomez. From Asha
0: Gomez is fried chicken with that garlic.
1: Incredible chef from, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, and her uh, – at Cardamom Hill, long-forgotten restaurant, or long-closed – Put in like 50 cloves into fried and chicken. And that fried chicken is phenomenal. Coriander and, and, and lots of garlic. Yeah. yeah,
0: the garlic thing, you know, uh, although my mom the other day invited me over and she goes, taste my hummus. What's wrong with oh, it? Oh, no. And I was like, "Raw." Oh, what raw. are you doing? Ma? What? She was like, well, the recipe said one clove of garlic, but yep. I like it. So I did eight. Hippie. I was like, what did you think the outcome uh, was going
1: to be? Ma? I love you so much. Your but mom. What, what was the chances that that was not going to be too eight much? Eight raw cloves in hummus. Yeah, yeah not going to work. Last question. Your favorite sandwich.
0: America's favorite sandwich is the hamburger um, oh, A hamburger yeah. is a sandwich And it's the number one sandwich Everybody thinks it's the number one sandwich That's why we sell more sandwiches, hamburger sandwiches than anybody else <laughs> Anybody that says that that's not true Is wrong, you're wrong Look at yourself, I don't happen to love hamburgers So that's not my favorite, but that yeah, is America's favorite That's sandwich. America's favorite My favorite sandwich is roast beef, mozzarella And uh, mayonnaise And um, roast beef, mozzarella, mayonnaise yeah. And tomato he, Hot or cold Black pepper Cold, right? Cold. I'm, a, I'm assuming. Cold. cold roast beef on rye with mozzarella, so hungry. black gonna... pepper. Oh, man. I love oh. that sandwich. What are you
1: going to order, Barney? You're going to get the surgeon? I'm going to get
0: the latkes. I'm going to get the latkes. The latkes. I'm going to get the latkes. It's like, you know, I'm going to get the latkes and the side of Al- Alka-Seltzer. Let
1: me get you there, buddy. Yeah. Let, me, let me close this. Daniel Holzman, what a pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for joining This is Taste.
0: This is what our life experience is like and I'm so glad for anybody that's joined in and and, and had an opportunity I wish you could speak all of you people that are listening so that we could uh, we could have this conversation this conversation a broader way but in, but if if you can't and you love us you should buy our cookbook Good <laughs> saying God God bless